Hey, it's Josh. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you all know that the Vermont Public Spring Membership Drive has arrived. Donations from folks like you make everything we do here possible. If you want to help support our people-powered journalism, be sure to make a donation in any amount by March 16th by going to bravelittlestate.org donate. And as always, thank you for your support. From Vermont Public Radio, this is Brave Little State. I'm Angela Evansy. Hello? Hi, is this Laura? Yes. Hi, this is Angela from Vermont Public Radio. Well, yes, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Last month, we released an episode about mysterious Vermont road names. It had a question from Katie Sullivan. She asked about a road in Marshfield. How did Star Pudding Farm Road get its name? Is there a Star Pudding Farm? If you missed that episode, go back and listen to it first. Everything here will make sense. If you've already heard it, you might remember that we weren't able to reach anyone from the Johnson family, who lived on Star Pudding Farm Road and gave the road its name. That is, until after we aired the story and word traveled all the way to Laura Johnson in Houston, Texas. Well, I'm so glad to have connected with you. Thanks so much for reaching out. I'm glad to have done it. So I guess the question for you is about Star Pudding Farm Road. And were we right in our story that the name came from that poem by R.P.T. Coffin? That is correct. So welcome to this bonus episode of Brave Little State, a conversation with Laura Johnson. And Sunset Lake CBD, a farmer-owned business crafting CBD products right here in Vermont. Learn more about their sustainable farming practices, delivery options, and how to support local farmers at sunsetlakecbd.com. Thanks to Vita for their support of Brave Little State. Since 1974, Vita has helped Vermont businesses grow and thrive. From agriculture to energy, startups to family companies. Find solutions that fit your business. Visit VEDA.org to start your next chapter today. Laura confirmed that it was her late husband, Martin, who named the road. They wanted to name it Martin Johnson Road, but he would have nothing of that. (laughs) And so they gave him the chance to name it, and so that's what he did. And... The poem about Star Pudding Farm, I had heard that that was framed and hung up in the house. Was that right? Right. That's right. And, well, it was framed on a end table. And we gave copies to our neighbors once the road was named that, so they would know where the name came from. This was in the 1990s and 2000s. But Martin Johnson had owned the property since 1954. And Laura says it was his stepfather, Harold Townsend, who first nicknamed the property Star Pudding Farm. Let me see. Harold Townsend was born in about 1900. In other words, this story goes way back. Around 1940, Harold built a little house that Laura refers to as his bachelor pad. And it had no electricity or running water. Remember that the phrase star pudding comes from the poem by Robert Coffin. It was published in 1937. 
It's about a hard-up farmer who has tough growing conditions, but he loves his land and his view so much that he is truly happy in his life. Given the timing and the theme, it makes sense that Harold Townsend would have warmed to the name Star Pudding, and the feeling lingered through the generations. The farm was kind of a poor farm, and we kind of saw ourselves as, as being somewhat poor, and that we grew all our you know, vegetables and we cut our own wood, and, and so we kind of related to this man. Uh, who didn't have much in the way of material things. Laura Johnson came to the land in the 1970s. She married Martin in 72. They each had kids from previous marriages. And all of a sudden, we now had a family of four children, um, two from Martin and two from myself. And we needed a house large enough to raise the children So in true star-putting fashion, they got to work building a bigger house. The whole family built it together over six years. They only hired out for the foundation and the boiler. And they had fun. You have to know that the house has a number of unique features. Do you want to hear about those or not? Yes, please. Okay. Um, There is a bookcase in the dining room on hinges that opened up. And there was a stairway down to the cellar and a stairway up to the roof. Hmm. Martin liked to do a lot of kind of fanciful things, and that was one of them. At one point, the kids requested a cupola. So Martin designed a cupola that you can climb up to, so you're really probably about four stories up. And you get a very good view of things, and there are some cushions in there, and kind of nice. Wow. Let's see. There was a false step in another stairway, and there was a false bottom in a bookcase shelf. These were all kind of little secret compartments for the kids to find, and they could hide things in them if they wanted to, and wow. and so on. It helped that Martin Johnson was an engineer. He had a distinguished career working for the U.S. Department of Agriculture, USAID. He even advised NASA on their space shuttle. He also worked on environmental issues under three Vermont governors and had his own firm, the Johnson Company. On the home front, he was just as accomplished. At one point, he helped build a 20-foot stone tower just for the kids to play in. It has a nice spiral staircase and crenellations at the top that, you know, we always told the kids that it was to pour boiling oil down on any enemies that were coming to attack the place. (laughs) It also had a dungeon. Wow. Um... That was never used. That was really the foundation. But we put a a wood floor over it, and there's a hatch that you can pull up and go down in there. Wow. Um, Hopefully nobody ever uses that. This just sounds like the most fun place to live and grow up in. Well, it was, and that that was our goal. Over the years, the Johnsons bought more land as it came on the market. They grew Star Pudding Farm to 247 acres and put most of it in conservation. 
our goal was to be a place for our family and friends and neighbors to come and enjoy by cross-country skiing, hiking on the paths and trails, and swimming in the ponds, and just a place for happiness and peace and quiet. It was very hard to um, to give up the place. Mm. When Martin passed away in 2012, um, it became clear to me that I really needed to sell the place because I couldn't um, afford it anymore with the taxes and the maintenance. So I was going to move to Wyoming near my daughter and son. And then uh, my high school sweetheart called me about two and a half years after that. And um, we got back together and, and married and and he lived in Houston, and I really like Houston. And Laura Johnson still has that framed copy of Robert Coffin's poem, Star Pudding. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm so glad that we can share this history of the name and the place with our listeners. Um, so thank you so much for taking some time to chat. Well, you're very welcome, and thank you for asking me about it. Our first story on Star Pudding Farm Road was reported by Anna Van Dyne and Olivia White. You can find their piece and read Robert Coffin's poem at bravelittlestate.org. Thanks so much for listening to this bonus episode. Our editor is Lynn McRae, and our digital producer is Elodie Reed. Engineering support comes from Chris Albertine. Ty Gibbons composed our theme music, other music here by Blue Dot Sessions. Brave Little State is a production of Vermont Public Radio. We have support from the VPR Innovation Fund. I'm Angela Evansy. We'll be back soon. Until then, remember, be brave, ask questions. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.